So this is the first episode of the SDR Confessions, and I have to tell you all, I was not ready for this confession. We dive into how Brad sent his first video and how it was a massive mistake. I go into one of my big mistakes that I made video, and we also talk about our personal lives. Stay tuned. Welcome everyone to Confessions of an SDR, and I'm really excited to do this show in partnership with Cognizant because we're going to be going and finding SDRs and uncover some of the funniest untold stories that you've never heard of and some absurd stories that you probably never heard of as well. So this will be a ton of fun. And we're our first victim. I mean, our first guest here, which is Brad. Uh, so Brad, tell us a little bit more about yourself. and We'll dive into this confession. Yeah, I, I mean, um, I'm Enterprise SDR at Cognizant. I joined in April. Um, so what this is eight or, or nine months now it's gone mm-hmm. it's gone so quickly but also it feels like I've been here my whole life so it's it's one of those um yeah so so every day pretty much the life of an SDR cold calling cold emailing and I've got quite a few uh, embarrassing moments as I'm hoping the rest of you know the rest of the community does I'm not alone in that but uh, we'll find out yeah I mean look if you're if you've been an SDR for <laughs> for two weeks, you probably have something that is a confession and probably something absurd. So I think everyone could probably relate uh, in all those different ways. So, Brad, let's hop right into it. How we start these is figuring out what your confession is and then unpacking it from there. So what is your confession, Brad? Talk to us. Well, my, my confession is that um, I sent a vidyard, and I'll give some context, um, but I sent a, a vidyard. Um, now, I think a lot of SDRs use this tool, but of course, it's just allows you to record your screen, uh, maybe present the product and, and also yourself to send a video to a prospect. Anyway, I, I hadn't been able to get this prospect on the phone. He was a very senior uh, VP at a tech company. Um, and so he was one of my key prospects. I hadn't been able to reach him properly on, on the phone. So I thought I'll try something different to cut through the noise and send him a video. It was going really, really well. I was really happy with, you know, I think I'd, you know, I thought I'd been really clever and I'd found a case study and I was, I was showing him the platform. Um, and then I, I looked over at my friend, stupidly, um, who <laughs> made me burst out laughing in the middle of the recording. And then I, I remember just trailing off and losing track of, 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 um, of my thought process. And I thought, right, bin that and I'll film another one come to sending the email I didn't I must have just not checked the link I attached because I ended up sending that one um and and all I can pray for ever since is that he never saw that email but uh yeah pretty pretty embarrassing that is my that is my confession um probably doesn't sound too dramatic but it definitely felt it in the moment I mean I mean yeah like if (laughs) sending a (laughs) sending an outtake video to uh an executive is is gonna give anyone a little bit of a, a a blimp on the radar when it comes to their heart rate. Uh, so, yeah. and when you were sending that video, was it to, you said like it was to a prospect. Was that like a VP of sales, a CRO? Like what, what, what was that to? Yeah, he was, he was VP sales or he was VP. It was VP sales Amir, or he was VP Amir. I can't remember which it was. Um, I don't know if I should say the company. Should I say the company or? Mm-mm-mm. I don't have to. Um, but, but yeah, it was a very, very big tech company and it was one of my key accounts and he was a key prospect. And so, as you can imagine, when you rewatch it and you realize you've sent that, your heart just drops, um, to your stomach. So yeah, it was not a great feeling. Yeah. I mean, (laughs) I don't think anyone will have a good feeling about that as a whole. Uh, and so, okay. You, you sent 
that video sinking feeling and you're like, oh, this is awful. So let's let's talk about some lessons that people can learn from this confession. I think the the first thing, and I've been there before, I've sent videos that I might have messed up. I've sent one video where I sneezed, <laughs> right? Uh, that probably isn't something that probably someone wanted to watch, right? So one thing I always tell people is before you send the video, make sure that you review it and you look at it to make sure it's the right one you want to send. But anything that you uncovered or you learned from that experience that you now do every single time? Well, yeah, I mean, the most obvious one, which I think you already touched on there, is just double check, especially with a key prospect. I mean, you should be doing it all the time, but especially with a key prospect, just double check everything you're sending them. Make sure, you know, click that link before you send it and make sure it's the right video. It's not an outtake, as I sent. Um, but but then I think the the second part to that, Morgan, is about just taking a second and knowing that the world is not going to crash and burn. This this prospect probably has a full inbox and is not going to see it straight away. At least that's what I've been praying for. Um, and then you know take take a minute and maybe if you can recall the email, try and do that. Just uh, just gather yourself as opposed to to panicking or letting the panic take over. That's what I'd say. Yeah. Yeah, I definitely don't want the panic to take over, which leads into like the theme of all this, which is mindfulness, like being mindful on, okay, before I send this video, let me double check it. Let me make sure that I'm good. Right. I think those are our big pieces as well. But here's here's another question I have for you. So you had those you had those outtakes. Do you now spend do you try to get things done in one take now? Like what is your yeah. philosophy on creating videos? Cause I, I feel that I probably would have burned you a little bit to be like, all right, I'm just going to do this in one take. So there are no outtakes. Well, this, the, the worst part about this whole thing is that it was relatively early on in my uh, SDR career here. And it was also hmm. one of the, it, it was very early on in, in me sending videos. I didn't really use them up until that point. I was just a cold caller. Um, but but since then, I as you say, I've tried to do everything in one take. I've had experience now recording videos. I know the flow, the sort of general gist of my videos. So I try. My logic is, if I do it in one take, then it's it's uh, less files to get confused what get confused with and, and and possibility of sending the wrong one. So yeah, try and do it in one take from now on. That's what I do. And and what do you and what do you do to make sure that you can get it done in one take? What are some steps that people could listening in that they could do so they don't end up, you know, sending the wrong video for for themselves? <laughs> right. Well, it it's for me. It's a matter. It's similar to cold calling in that. Yes, okay. we deal with lots of different objections and we get lot different different people, different ICPs. But there's a general structure to your cold calls, right? Um, everyone's is different but you should know your own so that you're not left flustered on a cold call and i think it's the same with video so just find your style find your groove and find what's working for you over video and then memorize that uh that structure so that when you get on when you're filming a video you know you know that this yeah. is what i'm going to speak about i'm going to move to this i'm going to move to this i'm going to move to this and what that has allowed me to do since is um as as you say just film them in one take and uh reduce reduce the uh likelihood of sending the wrong thing yeah no that, that, that makes sense there and i want to also touch on something too uh that we were talking about creating those videos one take i love that you talked about the framework of how to do that so now people can do it another thing i say i always suggest for people to do is if you do do multiple videos like delete all the ones that weren't good before you send the one that you want to send so then you can narrow it down to the one so then it's like this is the one that's 
the uh, the one that you want to do because I have definitely sent videos that are <laughs> that just were not good or it's me saying oh this didn't uh, work and then yeah. I sent that one and it's the worst and you're like I hope they never view this it's like the one time as an SCR where I was like I hope they never view this don't open it yeah. don't click it right stay away <laughs> that's not the one you need to look at <laughs> yeah you spent your whole your whole uh, career trying to get them to open the emails but when that happens that's the last thing you want to do. Um, well, you can't. You can't just let us let us know that you you have done it before, Morgan. You have to give us an example. Come on, I've I've shared. <laughs> I need you to share so I don't feel quite. No, as I, no, this is this is your confession, not mine. <laughs> That's no, so no, unfair. I'll give, That's I'll, so give, unfair. I'll, I'll give I'll give a quick one. I mean, I mentioned it earlier. So, um, I was making I was making a, um, <laughs> I was making a video and I sneezed, but there was more to that story. So I would do like five videos in the morning um like every every single morning to get better at videos and i was like on my last video and i had been i'd done all the rest of them as a one take right and so i sneezed on the last one and was like oh man that's that's a lot of stuff that came out right and then i and then i like kept going uh and then i was like okay well i just wanted to get in the flow to make sure i could deliver the the picture whatever and so i ended up doing another video because i was like all right i just sneeze and like stuff went everywhere so that's probably disgusting right no one wants to see that so i made another one but then i didn't follow my rule and i didn't delete that outtake and i sent the one where i was sneezing saying like oh like hey like look <laughs> look at all the stuff that went everywhere so yeah uh no one i mean they so no one responded but they did click and watch the video so <laughs> that's kind of like, it's, it's demoralizing yeah yeah it is. Someone's they they actually watched it. With that video. Someone's going to blackmail you with that video one day. Oh, uh, it's, someone's definitely, it it's definitely in the Hall of Shame. It's definitely been presented probably in a in a meeting somewhere. I don't even. I honestly don't even remember the company at this point because it was so lo was so long ago. But yeah, it's definitely in a Hall of Shame somewhere. It's definitely been roasted probably to a certain degree. But that was that was not good, man. That was not fun. <laughs> No, I mean, yeah, at least I didn't. Uh, but I, I feel a little bit less stupid now for, for doing something like that. I guess the lesson that I'm learning is to follow those rules that you that you just said. And hopefully we it's won't like, be showing prospects our snot or, or uh, laughing again. Yeah, please don't. Yeah, I have more confessions than I can count. So <laughs> I have I've faced a lot of things that people probably have gone through as well. And we talked about, okay, we talked about things on how to – go about that uh one of the things that you mentioned as well was like it rocks you a little bit and you felt mm -hmm. a little bit mentally off as well which in my case like you know no one wants to see <laughs> all this snot going all over the place so I, I was like oh they clicked the video like heart sank so what do you do now to make sure that you stay calm in these moments uh if you do make mistakes because they will happen but how do you stay mindful of okay i'm getting a little stressed about this i'm like really pressed about this how do you remain calm in those situations yeah the, the first thing you 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 touched on there was that actually understanding that these mistakes are always going to happen you're not ever going to escape them because um although hopefully less of less mistakes will come with a bit of experience um you know you're always going to make them so i think understanding and admitting that to yourself that that Every day is not going to be perfect, and you're always gonna gonna make mistakes. That's that's the biggest part. So that actually, when they happen, you're already kind of mentally prepared for that. You know, it's not not a massive shock to the system. I think if you walk in expecting, you know, I've had a few years' experience at this, and 
and I'm, mm. I'm not going to make silly mistakes anymore. When they, when they do come along, it will probably be quite a shock to you. But in terms of, of handling that in the moment, once it's happened, um, I would say it's about just taking a second, stepping back, um, understanding the world's not going to end. You know, there's a there's a 90% chance. I mean, think, Morgan, as you just said there, like at SDRs, we, we try and uh, get prospects to open our emails all the time yep. and it doesn't always work. So I think remembering that and they're probably not going to open it um, is is good. And then you can just, you can gather yourself and you can just hopefully learn from it. Hopefully learn from it. Well, are, there, are there things that you do outside of work to get in that mindset i think one of the hardest things for any sdr any salesperson to have is to just be like hey like this is the end of the world but it feels like the end of the world because you've made a mistake that could potentially like not get your response or i don't know if it's really bad get you fired right i don't think that's gonna happen to most people but that's what that's what people's immediate thoughts are so are there things that you're doing to help that with that mindset and be clear it's so number one is um Try and try and keep a network of other people in your industry, right? So, I mean, link, everyone is on LinkedIn these days, and um, that presents an opportunity to have conversations with other people that are doing the same job as you, um, mm. and to understand that uh, we're all making those mistakes. And you know, you, you check your LinkedIn feed, and you, you hear these stories come up quite often. So, I think if you if you if you stay active on those those platforms where where you share a network with other people doing the same thing you realize that actually they're not as silly or as serious as perhaps your brain is spiraling you into believing in those moments so right. just it's about contextualizing that um but in terms of i mean i don't know you uh, were you expecting maybe that i was going to say something like meditation like mindfulness no it's your retreat. answer <laughs> it's your no, answer I, you know what i actually should though i i really want to um I, I love to get into the habit of meditating or like mm. they say that journaling is quite good, like reflecting on your day. I'm sure that would help. So actually, um, I would love to be able to say that I do that, but I don't. Uh, however, I'll make it New Year's resolution. There you go. I, I would say so I've done morning journaling. I've done afternoon yeah. journaling. And I think in sales, the actually the afternoon journaling and the morning routine is always important, but I think the afternoon mm -hmm journaling is helpful because it allows you to really reflect on how the day went where yeah. in most scenarios we <laughs> go make cold calls we do emails and then we just go through that process and then it's like i got i'm just gonna move on now i think being i think like really thinking about what you're doing and how you're going about it is really helpful to a degree because then you can reflect on what you could do better what you should stop etc yeah. so i think that piece on how to continuously focus on it impacting your life and also your sales career by reflecting in a journal in the afternoon can be helpful yeah. but i think everyone uh, everyone goes about how they handle stress and being calm across the board in all in all different types of ways well and and the, the other thing you said there about journaling in the afternoon to reflect right i'm sure that again and this is assumptive because i haven't yet built that habit but yeah. i'm sure through building that habit you'd probably get to a state of mind where you would see every mistake you make as actually just a, an opportunity at the end of the day to reflect and then learn. Um, so it, it seems like, yeah, maybe I, I do need to get into this because um, SDRing can be pretty can be pretty manic. So maybe a maybe a journal to reflect on would be. I mean, any aside from that, anything else you do in the moment to like 
you know, bring the bring the temperature down a little bit or yeah, yeah. So my my answer is Brad will be a little woo woo. I'm gonna I'm gonna put it that way. So <laughs> that's what people would describe them as. However, I have noticed that I'm very I'm mostly composed across the board. Yeah. I mean, I think that there are gonna be situations where like you do get stressed, you get annoyed, and you're like what's going on. But I started once I started doing these things. Like I don't. There's not a lot of things that truly bother me. So I do chirotherapy. So essentially, yeah. what that is is like the ice box. So yeah. you can only be in there for like three minutes. So I sit in there for like three minutes. I do it on the coldest temperature. Tells you how often I go. And so that for me is like it uh, calms you down. It like lowers lowers like all yeah, the different it. anxiety that you have. Like it's been really helpful for me. So that's why I go. I also do like an infrared sauna. So it's different than a regular sauna. So what it does is it, it's not based on heat that they're pumping into the room. There is heat in the room, but it goes like into like your I think it's like your bloodstream or something like that, the way that they describe it. And basically it helps you sweat from like inwards to outwards. So it's like really good for like getting rid of toxins. It's really good for like a de-stressor. Yeah, okay. It's like anti-aging. So I do that. And then uh, I don't I do not do as much of meditating. I do pray, but I don't do as much meditating. Yeah. Um, and then journaling I do from time to time. I don't do it as often as I used to. So it's something that I actually want to get back into. So I'll start yeah. diving into that. And then my favorite one that I do, but I don't do it like every single day because it'd be way too, it'd be way too much is float tanks. I don't know if you've heard of the float tanks before. Yeah, but in but... the dark. It's like dark and you're yeah. in there and there's like yeah, no yeah. stimulation. I've heard of yeah. this. That has been that has been absolutely incredible for me. Well, I think I, I actually just I, you saying this reminded me of something. I um a, a big part of I think staying calm in that moment is understanding that, um, or, or just have it taking the perspective that, um, once things are done, sometimes it's completely out of your control, and that yeah. um, you know, you sitting there stressing or or getting worried is going to do absolutely nothing to to change Nothing. the situation. So I think once you take that view, you can look at things a little bit more logically and you just bring your your internal stress down. But you said as well about um, like cryotherapy. Um, I, not as extreme as that, but I do have cold showers. I only have cold showers. My mum thinks I'm really weird. Um, whenever I go home and I, I leave it on cold, if I have a shower, if I go back to, to her house and I have a cold shower, I get, yeah, very angry text messages. So... But yeah, I actually do find you get out of the shower and you feel really, um, I just love it. I just wouldn't, I don't think I would have a hot shower again. I don't know if that's weird to say. No, it's, 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 it's not like, uh, I know one of my friends, he, lo he like loves the cold shower. He's like, I love it. It starts my day and I get fired up and I'm like, all right, dude, like, Hey, do what you gotta do. Like I do the, yeah. Oh, yeah. What would you say? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I was just saying that they call it like mind over body is in you like the idea of a cold shower does not sound appealing to anyone. If you can train no. your mind to, to, um, to just overcome that, overcome what your body's telling you, then that actually gives you a lot of uh, as an opportunity there for, for the rest of your life as well. I, I absolutely agree. That's why I do the chirotherapy as well, because yeah. it's just so helpful to just get in there mental okay this is how i want to go about it but i mean also like you said like <laughs> you got to be able to come in there mentally and be like this is what i'm going to do because yeah it can be very very like overwhelming if you don't prepare yourself mentally to get in that cold shower but i think you know and <laughs> everything that we're talking about like you have to figure out like kind of in conclusion of everything we're saying you have to find what is going to be helpful for you 
so that you have a calm demeanor about how you go about things and, to be, and your mindfulness increases because I, I just know that the reps that I know that are successful, they don't let the mistakes or the cold call errors get to them that much that, st that stops them yeah. from taking action that they need to in their momentum. There are things that are going to happen. And, you know, we talked about the video piece like that will happen to you, Brad. Most people probably like probably would have like quit. <laughs> like they would have been too stressed. They would have laughed. Yeah. Like I can't do this anymore. And you have to just have that mindset of like, hey, that happened. It's out of my control now. I can't go back in the past. How do I make sure that doesn't happen again? And the tips that we've yeah. given you so far are ways that you can do that, right? Like make sure that you're deleting videos that are outtakes, like looking at the video, looking at, okay, what, what am I putting in this email? Or if you even, you could even call it out and say, hey, I made a mistake if you want to, right? Or making sure that you're doing one take. All the things we talked about are ways that you can avoid that uh what we both did but i think yeah. it's important that i think overall if you are mentally composed and you can keep a steady mindset any mistake that you make will obviously not be good in the moment be able to mentally move on from it yeah and i have to say when i came when i came into this i did not think that i was going to be discussing cold showers um as as a as a piece of advice <laughs> But actually, um, I, I think it does, it, it is part of like a larger, um, you know, being an SDR is actually, it can be an incredibly tough job. It's not always a nine to five. You do take it home with you a lot. And um, I think to, to mindset is a massive part of performance in sales. Um, I know that can seem quite cringeworthy, but um, it's, it's so, so true. And it's often the differentiator between top performers and perhaps people who are struggling. And so if you can learn early on, as I'm trying to do, um, sort of mental ways of almost coping mechanisms to deal with stress when it arises and to deal with problems when they arise. And you can do that through a number of ways that we've discussed. But as you say, it's about finding finding your own coping mechanism. And hopefully that's, that's going to really uh, give you the mindset to overcome these things when they come up. Absolutely. Well, Brad, thank you so much for coming on the confessions of an SDR. Hopefully that uh, maybe some people feel like, okay, my, my role is not as bad as I thought right? Uh, from, from both of our confessions. Uh, and as yeah. we wrap, what advice would you give to all the other SDRs out there that are starting out? Oh my God. Um, do you, it, it depends what you want. Do you want like a, a real actionable piece of advice, like a real practical piece of advice, or do you want something more general? Mm. Let's get something practical. Let's get something, let's get something that people can go do right now. I was going to say, um, I've already, I've already said the cold showers. So let me try something a little bit more practical. Um, I, something that I've actually started recently doing, which may seem incredibly obvious, but, uh, has, has helped me out a lot. I now double dial my prospects. So I have a power hour in the morning and a power hour in the afternoon. Uh, and what I try to do now at the end of those, if I've made, say, 35 calls in that morning power hour, I'm going to go back before lunch and make sure I try all of those numbers again, which, um, you know, you might not think to do initially, as obvious as it may seem. But the past few weeks, I've had two, three, four additional connects during those power hours that I just wouldn't have had before. And some of those have been meetings or callbacks or or really good pipeline for me as an SDR. So I guess my most practical piece of advice would be to, to try that for yourself and, and see if that works, see if that has an improvement on your results. Uh, it's worked for me so far. Are you are you using the same number when you do those double dials or are you switching it up? 
I'm using the same number because my hope is that um, someone could be, I mean, as silly as it sounds, we're calling real people, right? So they could be in the bathroom, they could be having a coffee break, they could be in a meeting. I'm just calling back from the same number, hoping they pick up or they wonder who's this guy calling me twice. He must want something. Uh, and it's worked for me so far, Morgan. So I'll keep you updated. Hey, look, yeah, keep us updated. Hey, look, if it's working, keep trying it, uh, keep testing it out. Hopefully some people out there, you go test it out yourself. And as we as we wrap here, Brad, are there any shout outs or anything else you want to mention before we get out? Yeah, there, there definitely is. Um, shout out. I'm just trying to think. Uh, I am going to give a shout out to my manager, Orla Pugh. Um, because when things like this happen and, uh, we're on the, the confessions of an SDR here, when these things happen, he's, mm. uh, a real steady hand and a steady head at dealing with these things. So he's, he's a good, good bloke to go to. Um, who else do I want to shout out? I missed a shout out. I, I did something like this the other day and I am going to, I'm going to shout out Al Pervez, who's an AE here at Cognizant. He, uh, is fantastic and is a massive support to me. He's a really, really kind man. So yeah, that's the, those are my shout outs, Morgan. So thank you for giving me a bit of time to speak today. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for, uh, coming into your confession. Uh, hopefully people learned from it, got some tips and maybe some people will take some cold showers, Brett. Maybe you started a movement. We'll see. So we, uh, we appreciate it. Yeah, hey, look, you started a movement. Who knows? Uh, appreciate you coming on. Hopefully, again, y'all enjoyed this episode, and we'll see you all next time.